and we are live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft. This is episode 101. Jesus, it's still insane to have to say that. But we are live here with Stephen Acefield himself, a.k.a. Acefield Retro. Good evening, sir. How's it going? What's going on, Ray? Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to this conversation about remarkable wrestling. And first of all, the journey to getting to how soon is now. It's going to be a great event. Whitestone, New York, man. I just can't wait to get into it. I appreciate you having me. No, no problem, man. Here we go. We're not even a minute in, and we already hit the remarkable top. <laughs> Gotta love it, man. But no, thank you for joining me here. It's a little bit of a later show, but hey, everyone wants to get ready for tomorrow's festivities because it is going to be a night you guys are not going to want to miss. It is Remarkable Wrestling Presents. How soon is now? But before we get into that, I do have to ask you, Stephen, the question to ask everyone that comes on. And that is, you heard the name of the show. It's called Respect the Craft. So for you, when you hear that term, the craft, what does that mean for you? Well, in terms of pro wrestling, I think pro wrestling is an art form that should be respected. And if you look at it from the terms of treating that ring as a canvas, uh, whether it be on an independent level, WWE, AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, it should be treated with respect. Um, and I think when we talk about wrestling, it should be done with a reverence. And it should be done with uh, just understanding that all the hard work that goes into getting to where we are uh, on any event leading up to whether how soon is now WrestleMania, it doesn't matter. Just respect the wrestlers that get in that ring and, and give their bodies to our, our entertainment. Got you. No, definitely. And another reason I wanted to have you on as well, not to just uh, as well with the remarkable card was to talk about you also are a content creator as well. You have a great podcast that you do and you're part of with everyone at Turnbuckle Tavern. So can you tell us a little bit about that? What is it that got you into wanting to join this uh, crazy world of professional wrestling? Well, I love pro wrestling. And for the people in my life, I'm sure they're happy that I'm out here talking with everybody online and getting it out of my system. But what re really started was during the pandemic is just having a platform to discuss wrestling with this great community and the great part of the IWC. And there's a lot of bad of it, but there's a lot of good, you know, linking up with people all over the world and talking about what we love in pro wrestling is such a beautiful thing. So, you know, starting up the Acefield Retro uh, podcast was something that the journey was to bring some spotlight to independent wrestlers and discuss wrestling I like from the past, but also talk to some wrestlers. I've had guys like Dante Drago, Phil Cardigan, Jack Tomlinson, Desmond Cole, those guys. But um, over time, it kind of manifested into meeting up with the Turnbuckle guys. And I think really what, what we perceive as entertaining and wrestling kind of clicked and i've been part of that crew for almost a year now so we are putting out shows seven days a week so you guys can check out the podcast on youtube i'm a part of about you know three shows full time but i'm all over the place it's such a great group of guys that it just grown we just popped up over a thousand subscribers on youtube uh the hey, audio is doing well apple and spotify yeah i appreciate that so i love those turnbuckle tavern crews we're covering everything from aw new japan to the indies and uh, bringing light to the independence, which is my passion, truly. No, definitely. I love to see that, especially once I saw what the channel was doing. I'm like, this is definitely getting, it's all the bases are covered there, which you love to see, especially of how diverse uh, professional wrestling can be. And me, I love always seeing that bright light on independent wrestling because especially for wrestling, it's the genre that not only involved in as far as commentary, but just especially with the podcast, that's been my biggest goal is sharing that respect for the craft, especially on this independent level, because there's so many young, hungry talent that have that genuine respect for what we do in, in this business. 
Yeah, it's such a good thing. And the independent wrestling scene is so diverse too. And we just, you know, both of us are from the Northeast. So a lot of what we see is driven in this area, but we can also speak about what's happening all over the world, whether it be on the West coast or the Midwest. You know, we just saw what happened on AW dynamite last night with an independent wrestler who got his shine from Chris Jericho. And that's just so great to see. I mean, I've been following Andretti since for a while on Instagram and seeing the rub he got from Chris Jericho. That just, it's just a beautiful thing. I mean, all the hard work and the grinding and the hours become worth it when you get that opportunity. And so many guys deserve it, but you know, their time are, their time is coming. We just got to give them the spotlight when they, when it comes their way. No, definitely so. And again, congratulations to action Andretti. Uh, that was a good sight to see, especially when you see from the tri-state area that Northeast getting to see a guy that's been featured almost every show at CZW. You see him at PPW and then getting that shot against, of all people, Chris Jericho. Like yeah. That's insane to see. And again, that shows you, though, why support your local indies because these are the same people that one day could possibly have moments like that. Of course. I mean, I remember back in the day going to the independence and ring of honor specifically, I guess you can consider that an independent guys like Tyler black, you know, guys like Kevin Steen, El Generico. These are main players in the world renowned WWE nowadays, but back then they were just guys wrestling where I was seeing them at sports plus, uh, you know, in front of 800 people, even less than that. Sometimes uh, it's great to see. And it, it just shows you that wrestling has changed so much. It doesn't have to be that muscle bound, very superhero driven guy. It's very relatable characters that maybe on the smaller side, you can credit guys like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart that paved the way. But I mean, also guys like Seth Rollins, he deserves his credit as well in the, in the recent years. No, definitely. So, and that was another podcast. I was very interested that you guys do was talking about ring of honor. And just that, that intro grabs me because it has one of my favorites, Jimmy Jacobs in it. Oh, which yeah. I've had on the channel. We got to get him back on here for respect the craft. Just his mindset is just amazing for this business. But that's, again, that's one of those guys that made me have that deeper respect for the craft. No pun intended. Yeah, Jimmy Jacobs is such an interesting guy. And he he was nice enough to do the cameo. Some wrestlers aren't comfortable doing cameo for a podcast yeah. until they understand what you're doing and all that. Mm -hmm. But some of the intros we have for Turnbuckle, we got guys like FTR, Darby Allen. I mean, catch some of these guys at the conventions. They're more willing to do it in person. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of Jimmy Jacobs. So when we were doing it at the Ring of Honor podcast, we want to have something in front of it. I was like, let's grab him. He's on Cameo. Hell yeah, let's get him on. No, definitely a great mind there. Well, that's again, that's that's what I love about the independent circuit that you get to see a lot of these guys that grow into, again, those household names, those names like a Jimmy Jacobs that was killing it on the indie circuit and now is known as one of the best minds in wrestling. You see what he's done in Impact. You see what his touch was in WWE. But again, that's why nights like tomorrow are so important because these are the guys people are going to be talking about like that in years to come. There's no doubt in my mind, there's so much talent on this remarkable wrestling roster that if you're sleeping on them, you should wake up and buy a ticket to the show. Check it out. They are killing it on a monthly basis. There's so much good wrestling that's happening. I mean, all over the Northeast, but I'm, you know, remarkable wrestling, you know, not just because I'm, I'm uh, partial to them because I am part of the crew doing the ring announcing, but they are every single time out there, they're giving everything in and they, it means a lot to them. These champion, you know, the championship that, you know, Gabriel Sky holds means a lot, holds a lot of reverence for the short amount of time it's been in rotation. He's been the only champion. It's still, it means so much. And you can really tell that they go out there and give it their all. Oh, definitely. So before we get into the card here, I do have to ask for you, how does that feel getting that opportunity to ring announce? Because it's it's crazy for me, like this this year, I've been involved in wrestling now for give or take six years now. And this is technically my rookie year as a commentator. So getting that opportunity to jump over again 
and share that voice, getting to help be a part of the story there. How is that for you? Because to me, it's still a crazy experience. It's definitely a crazy experience. It's exciting. And it really what I would say to people is just, if you're interested and have a passion for pro wrestling, find a way to release that in an outlet and not everybody's going to be active in the ring. And as much as I would love eventually, or when I was you know a couple of years younger to be in the ring and wrestling, it just wasn't in the cards and giving back in a different way to the show, ring announcing with the podcast and kind of go hand in hand. I mean, you're comfortable in front of a microphone. You can still be a character on the television show and you are sort of the MC or the narrator for the night and to bring the energy and get the crowd behind. It's exciting. And, you know, you get some nerves too. I mean, tomorrow being in the ring with Juventud Guerrero, it's such a, an honor to pay, you know, share that ring with him and then all the places he's been WWE, WCW, ECW, AAA, you know, the matches this guy's had. And uh, it's just, I, I treat it with respect and honor to be in that ring and share the ring with these guys. Cause it's truly about them. Uh, and it's truly about the show they put on. I'm a small piece to it, but I take it very, very seriously, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun and it's definitely an honor and I don't take it lightly. Oh, definitely saying that's another, just, that's still insane to me that that happens tomorrow that we get to be in the same again, venue as you went to Guerrero, but again, it's going to be a great night. So let's get into it here. Let's also mention this. Cause not only are we going to have a stack night full of an amazing roster, Santa Claus is coming to Remarkable Wrestling. I did make that graphic <laughs> like, as well, my friend, Ray. I, that's the graphic I made. Hey, there you go. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's already, again, get the family to come, guys. Come down to Remarkable Wrestling tomorrow. Because, again, it's going to be a great night of action. It's a Friday night, but also Santa's coming. So, again, if you have that those young kids that want another a great action figure, come down, enjoy your time with Santa, and have a great show. But let's start getting into the card now. Let's get into this as we're going to talk about the six-way Riot qualifier, as it will be. Look at that star-studded roster right there when you have Eric James, you have Nimrod Tixera, you have Devlin Macabre, you have Chris Bishop, Dr. Redacted, and Dominic De Niro. Just looking at that lineup right there is insane. Again, this is also part of that Riot Championship tournament that's been going on. And we're almost there. We're almost at the at the time to crown the very first Riot champion. Uh, I'm looking forward to this tomorrow. What are your thoughts, brother? What do you think? Yeah, this match is going to be great. Now, as all, all the six-way scramble matches have been absolutely amazing to watch. And the winner of this match will go on to face Kono, Adona Stone, Sal Savelli, another to-be-determined competitor for the Riot Championship. Yeah, you can check out the the tournament there. You see all the matches that were had. If you missed any of these, go back on IWTV and check them out. But there is a lot to be said. We're going to be having some clarification on who's not on that last match. The sky's the limit to build what's going to be the finals and to crown that very coveted Riot Championship. All these guys take it seriously. A lot of names in this match alone, too. There's a lot of good talent here. Uh, what really caught my eye was Dominic De Niro. He is not only involved in this tag team tournament, but he's also involved in the six-way Riot championship tournament so he could potentially could have double duty at sky's the limit if all things go well yeah that is true and i feel like dom is definitely one guy that is willing to fight as many people you throw in front of him dom is never one to shy away from a fight but then you also add just that twisted doctor redacted oh yeah which i i don't know what it is i, I i'm on his good side hopefully hopefully tomorrow <laughs> his good side it was cool to me on Saturday. I'm not sure what happens tomorrow night. We're in Queens, so it's a whole different atmosphere. <laughs> but uh, it's definitely interesting to see them. They definitely have that chemistry in there, and they have that history when it comes to just 
going down similar roads. But then you add in Eric James, a veteran of the game. You add in Nimrod, which that's a whole just unpredictable element there. Chris Bishop, I definitely have, I've gone to see just insane how he's in that ring, just the high-flying ability, all that. And then you add Devlin as well. She's definitely going to add another element in there to see what's going to happen in that six-way ride qualifier. I can't wait to see who moves on because then you look at just who's already qualified for the finals. That's that's a star-studded matchup already, and we still have two spots to go. The winner of this matchup tomorrow and then the next matchup that will happen at Sky's the Limit, which already features, look at the names right there. You have Mike Law, Colossal Mike Law, making his remarkable debut. You have Matt Diesel. And then, fortunately, I cannot read the name there. The uh, Nakeem Event. Yeah, Nakeem Event oh, making their uh, their remarkable debut as well, too. So, there you go. yeah. Again, that's that's a star-studded already to see who's going to take that final spot. But again, guys, you're going to want to check out Remarkable's event. Sky's the Limit will be kicking off next year, 2023. Look at that graphic right there. Again, what a way to kick off the year. But before we get to that, we got to continue with tomorrow's event. Let's go to this. A man that's already qualified for the Riot Finals here. Let's talk about Adonis Stone here going head-to-head with J.D. Alpha. man that's looking to... He's looking to cancel people. J.D. Alpha taking on <laughs> the perfect ratio here in Adonis Stone. And the things Stone can do in that ring, to me, are still just wild. Yeah, I was super impressed with a Stone at the Halloween event. Uh, haunted ha- Halloween Haunted Havoc, his win over JoJo Collins. Uh, really good match. Uh, they both went out there and hard-hitting. You can definitely tell that both these guys are young up-and-comers that really want it. They want to be the focal points of Remarkable Wrestling, and it starts here in a match like this with J.D. Alpha. Adonis Stone has to keep the momentum going. Uh, we've seen J.D. Alpha, CZW, Dojo Wars, Garden State PW, so he's had his wars uh, elsewhere, and like you said, he wants to cancel everything except himself. He wants to make sure that he's rising to the top, and this is a huge test for him. The perfect ratio is not an easy test for anybody, and I, I, I can see this match going either way, but I'm I'm in for uh, I think we're in for a good treat watching these two guys go at it. No, definitely so. And again, this is why I'm glad this isn't a prediction show, so we don't have to do any predictions here. It's, it's tough just anyway. <laughs> tomorrow. It, it definitely is, but again, that's the best part because it is it's the great thing for the crowd. It's not a predictable matchup here. That's what I love about independent wrestling. When you see matchups like this, it's so hard to predict who can possibly get the victory. Again, both men are going into this wanting that win. They want to make sure. They get their momentum because especially going into the new year, they want to make sure they keep their spot. So that's always the best thing when going into matchups like this. Yeah. And the thing to think about with Donna Stone is he wants to build on that momentum, like I mentioned before. And the only way to keep momentum going is by winning. Like, and I think that's by all means. And we see that Donna Stone's willing to do whatever it takes to win a match. So whether it be not abiding by all the rules, we'll see if that comes into play here. JD Alpha is going to have to be uh, watching out for some shenanigans going out, uh, maybe outside the ring. The rest going to be on their best uh, with their best observation skills. So, hey, this is true. But again, we'll have to wait and see for tomorrow night. But from there, let's go into another singles contest here, as it will feature a man I know very well for uh, another member of Kane Industries over at VPW. It's the jawline himself, Percy Ryan, going head to head with a man making his his names as well. Reed Walker is definitely going to be a little bit of a contrast of styles here as you have Reed who's been 
showing out a featured prominent role in H2O, has been making his ways now around the tri-state area. And then you have the jawline. That's going to be interesting to see how those two go at it. And here we go. We have uh, we have Jesse not too content with that graphic. Unfortunately, the intern. <laughs> I was about the, to the say that, Jesse. I'm going to support you. <laughs> his, his graphic got lost in the mail. I'm sorry, Jesse, but uh, you will be there tomorrow. You'll, you'll have some things, I guess, to say to me about your graphic. But unfortunately, it got lost in, in the transition. But, hey, the jawline will have his intern by his side. That is right. And this is the first match for Percy since he had his head shaved. So debuting a nice look. We saw it in the picture there. So uh, maybe the hair, I mean, we've had a month and a half. So we'll see how nicely it's grown in. Uh, seems like he's embracing it. So he's trying to end a uh, a few match losing streak at Remarkable. I think two losses against Kono. He had one loss in the Battle Royal at Lucharitos. So he's trying to get back to his winning ways. And it's in a big test against Reed Walker. He's had Good showings at H2O. We talked, we saw him at Sean Henderson promotion beyond wrestling open garden stage PW. He's a guy who's been all over. Uh, so this will be a huge test for the jawline professional wrestling. We'll see if he's up for it. Hey, definitely. So, and again, I feel like he, even though again, unfortunately with the head shaved, he's still showing why he is the jawline. He still has the great looks and definitely walking into tomorrow, hoping to get that momentum to end the year. And uh, well then look at that. Jesse just threatening me here. He's going to give me a noogie, I guess. He's going to give me a real swirly. <laughs> I, I'm just supposed to be the commentator tomorrow, man. I'm, I'm no, no issues here. No issues. You had the both of them to... on your show a little while ago, right? I did. That's... I, I, I was nice to them. Kind to the them. Like, yeah. You're nothing but kind I don't to them. I don't... <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Every time I, I cause issues somehow in the back. I don't get it, but here we go. <laughs> let's now go from another tournament match that we talked about earlier. Let's go into this one as we're now looking to determine another in the tag team championship tournament here, as we have the Midnight Cowboys, Liam Jacobs, Sam Hain going head to head with the Brick City Boys, Jay Cruz, and Victor Chase. This is a matchup I'm definitely looking forward to as both teams have had their words to say. They're getting ready for this contest. It's been a whole talk on social media. And just seeing what the Brick City Boys have been doing going around, especially in, in Wrestle Open as of lately. I know they're looking forward to holding possibly some gold going into 2023. So your thoughts on this one, brother? Yeah. So Midnight Cowboys, the most base tag team in wrestling, Sam Hain and Liam Jacobs, as they would like to be known, the most base tag team. Uh, these are two guys that are hungry. And this is a huge test when the Brick City boys are uh, a little bit, they're on a little bit of a roll here, as you mentioned. I mean, they defeated above the rest of Halloween Haunted Havoc to advance back in October, which is no easy feat. You can go back to that match and you can look at how it happened. It doesn't matter. The Brick City Boys got the win. So I was going to say at the end of the day, in that column, it says they got the win. No one no one ever questions what happened. It's just, hey, it's a, a win's a win. Just, it's been a little bit of a layoff for the Midnight Cowboys as well. For them to advance the defeated Project Mayhem at Don't Bet Against Me back in August. So Brick City Boys have been a little bit more active in, in far as remarkable terms goes. Uh, Midnight Cowboys, it's been a bit since they've been in front of a remarkable audience. So we'll see if there's any rust. Um, and, you know, Brick City Boys, as I mentioned before, there's a huge test for them. For them and we'll see what they're up for. But I think this match is going to deliver. The winner does get a bye due to Akira and Slamovich vacating their spot in the tournament. And the Schmaz finished between the American Werewolves and, and the Scream Machines. So by my understanding, the winner will face Miracle Generation and Fighter Die at Sky's Limit. So... This is a huge, huge opportunity because if you look at the, I, I think I sent you the tournament bracket. If 
you take a look uh, at that, the, the person right pops right through. Cause you look at those X's there, you know, midnight Cowboys and brick city boys, the winner goes right to that spot in the finals. So uh, we'll see what they decide to do for remarkable wrestling, whether, you know, it just is a, is a shame. The American werewolves and scream machines got blown up that way, but that is sometimes how tournaments wor- work out, but it benefits either the brick city boys or midnight Cowboys. And they're going to have a huge, huge opportunity at their hands to get one step closer to becoming the inaugural remarkable tag team champions, which is going to be highly touted. Someone wants it. Hey, definitely. So, and again, that adds a whole nother element now to this contest, because now again, it's not just any normal matchup. This isn't just, Hey, we go through this. Now there's another team in order to get to the finals. No, this is now win, and you're going to the finals. So that's it's an a- even more just insane matchup now for both teams. It is a huge, huge opportunity for both, and we'll see who rises up and maybe hopefully one of the teams, they don't fold under the pressure. And I know both these teams are up for the challenge. It's just a matter of who's able to uh, get the upper hand on this given night here in December in Whitestone. So it's going to be exciting. I definitely so. And here we go. We got the homie, the big boofa in the chat telling Jesse to shut up. (laughs) Desmond Cole has my back, at least. Another former guest of the podcast. That's Boofa. So I can't wait to see big boofa in action. Well, why not? Let's talk about that matchup because this has been one that I it, – it's one that I'm looking forward to seeing, but I also – I kind of hate that it's happening because you never want to see two brothers fight. You never want to see two guys that have traveled those roads up and down. They've taken towns. They've done so much together. It's the concrete dragon himself, Tristan Ty, taking on the big boofa himself, Desmond Cole. And this is going to be one that, unfortunately, I feel like these two are not walking out the same as they're walking in. It became a grudge match. I mean, Des cost above the rest accidentally in that tag team tournament match. We mentioned it before. Brook City Boys was the beneficiary of some drama that happened between the three of them. Tristan Ty, Gabriel Sky, and Desmond Cole. Tristan then kind of put icing on the cake, returned the favor in the main event, and made it personal. So Desmond, who wanted that world championship, was robbed from it. And, you know, he took that personally. And this match is is right on paper, a singles match. It's a one, one, one fall. But I think, you, as you mentioned, it's, it's there's a lot at stake here. Bragging rights and the fact that, you know, person, they want to gain the upper hand in the other and pay them back for what they did. And they both feel like they're in the right, which is challenging because these guys are super close. They're, they, were, they were friendly and now it's become business. And one of these guys is going to walk out victorious. And we can talk about momentum. This can be huge for whoever walks out winning. Definitely so, because again, you can look at both of these men in, especially Remarkable, they are top contenders. Yeah. So who knows what this could mean, especially with Gabriel Sky's Remarkable Heavyweight Championship. This could possibly lead to a future title match. But again, like I said, it's going to be something that we're going to have to see after this matchup, how both of these even walk out of this. Because unfortunately, this has turned into that grudge match feel that I don't know if both are going to even go into this in a clean way because look at how even jesse said here we could see it tomorrow we could see tristan use that mist again that poison mist might come into play we don't know what could possibly happen but we hope that somehow they're able to get back to the the old days that we knew but yeah the focal point of this everything in this is the remarkable championship and it all goes back to gabriel sky obviously the finals of the tournament back at cream of the crop tristan ty and gabriel sky put on a classic Gabriel Sky came out on top and they both walked away. They're still above the rest. They're still one of the best tag teams in all of wrestling, able to put it aside. 
Now we have Desmond and Gabriel Sky having that match, and they feel like they probably could have walked out the same, still friendly and still able to hold their alliance together, but it wasn't the same, and Desmond Cole feels like he's the, the one left out of this, and you can't help but empathize with him in his situation where you know he had that opportunity for the championship, and quite frankly, he was robbed, and he, he wasn't able to get a fair shake, and I would love to see Desmond get his rematch because that match delivered. Uh, the, the live audience there was you know, loving that match every moment, but I would love to see it without any interference. I would love to see Desmond get his chance at Gabriel Sky again. Definitely so. Again, not to uh, – I'm going to leave that with your opinion because I don't want to piss off Tristan Ty, especially that I have to <laughs> see him tomorrow. So I'm going to say that, it, again, some circumstances occurred, <laughs> but well, I definitely you – know, not, not picking who's winning. I'm just saying, you know, either guy. I mean, th these guys are all justified in getting a championship match down the line. And I think Gabriel Sky is a fighting champion, willing to fight anybody. I think we've seen that over the – and we'll go through who he's beat throughout the history of his title reign, 237 days as of tomorrow night. He'll be able to, you know, no matter who it is, friend, friend or foe, he's going to go out there and give his best effort. So, you know, Tristan Ty, Desmond Cole, Juventud Guerrero, it doesn't matter. Gabriel Sky is going to show up and fight. Hey, definitely so. And again, that might be a matchup again if Gabriel Sky is able to. We're going to be talking about that later, but if he's able to retain, maybe that's a matchup that needs to happen. Maybe not just a straight up singles match. Maybe it needs to become a three way dance. Maybe add all three elements in there just to make sure, hey, there's no interferences anymore. Everything goes in a three way dance. But again, we'll have to wait and see. You never know. But from one grudge match, we're going into another because this is. I don't even know if you can call this truly a grudge match as more as it's become a just blood feud here. Because earlier this month, we saw a very heinous act from life-changing Joe Ocasio attacking Kono, which we thought, again, everyone is cool, everyone is friendly. And this led to a familiar face, especially if you've known the Tri-State Indies, if you've been a fan of the Queens area independent circuit, you know the Sicilian slammer himself, Fabio. And to think now Fabio's making his return to the ring tomorrow night, teaming with Kono, telling Joe Ocasio, find someone that's willing to stand by your side. And who has stepped up? None other than Dr. Sleep himself, Anthony Gango. Now this tag match is... I'm looking forward to this tag team matchup because this is going to be truly... A fight this is going to be something that you guys are not going to want to miss. Now, I talked to Anthony Gangone last night. I got his thought process going into this. And he's one of my best friends. But I'm worried to see what he's going to do knowing just the mentality Joe Ocasio is going into this tag team matchup tomorrow. So this is, this is going to be a fight. Your thoughts on this one, Steven? Yeah, this match went from just you feel good that – Fabio was going to be able to get back in the ring to all of a sudden it's personal. And I, the interview you did with Anthony Gangone spoke a lot where he's torn. He doesn't know how to feel about this, where, you know, th these guys are all tied together where they all feel, they all know each other very, very well. Uh, but at the end of the day, Dr. Sleep's going to want to go in there and get a win. So it's going to be at the expense of Fabio. If he can focus on something that he finds is a weakness, whether it be some ring rust or whatever it may be, I have a feeling Gangone and Ocasio are going to capitalize and justifiably so. I think it's going to be, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about wins as we discussed before. This match is certainly going to be interesting. I mean, uh, 
Kono Capuccia, we saw the war he went in with Percy Ryan. Now we can close the book on that feud just for now. You know, they put the, the final touches on it. And now we've got to kind of go somewhere else. And it feels like this is something that went from just, it's going to be a good tag match. So now it feels like, you know, Kono has to prepare for next month's riot qualifier, but now he has all these other personal issues tied into it. He's looking for some momentum, but he's also trying to figure out this, all these personal issues that have kind of cropped up and, uh, you know, kind of feel for this match is going to be really, really exciting. I was going to say, I feel like Kono can't even look toward January. He can't look toward the Riot Championship match because he has, again, the life-changing Joe Ocasio, which for some reason he has this issue with Kono. He has this issue of just, again, Joe Ocasio is known as the life-changer. His methods can be questionable at times. And what he's done, again, has shown success, though. He is currently holding gold. It holding all the gold in full fave wrestling currently with the judgment zone. So this is showing he his results come there. There's a reason why they're called the result zone. And again, having Anthony Gangone in his corner is definitely proven to have some results. So tomorrow this fight, it it's something to see. And again, this is not going to be for the fainted heart tomorrow. And I'm hoping for Fabio that it's a, it's a more happier return than what, could possibly happen tomorrow night. Yeah, you got to remember, though, you can hope that the Whitestone crowd really brings the noise. These two hometown boys, Kono and Fabio, right from the area. So maybe that will give them the extra edge they need to get over uh, into, you know, into the next level and feel like they can take the next step and maybe feed off the crowd and the live audience. So if you guys are there in person, you guys got to be loud. Kono and, and Caruso are going to be hearing you guys. Make sure you're supporting them. And Whitestone, you know, got to show out for these guys. These are hometown boys. Definitely again. And that's what you got to love as well. It's that it's that roaring Queens crowd. You know it's going to be an electric night tomorrow night. But this is a matchup that definitely is going to have the crowd possibly torn. Because, again, Anthony Gango and Joe Ocasio, they're known as well. They're known in this area. True. So I can't wait to see what's going to happen when those two teams go at it. And, again, seeing how Fabio's going to do in there, that ring rust does play an element. Again, it does. It's a yeah. very situation as well. Because even Anthony Gango addressed it last night. It's not – it's not um, a secret. Unfortunately, Fabio did have to leave the business because of a, a life-threatening issue. So going into this matchup, there are so many thoughts that have to be going into not only Fabio's but Kono's head, and that's also going to be playing a factor in their opponents knowing, hey, this there, there's a lot going on in this matchup. But, and there's a lot to be said about, you want to talk about respecting the craft of pro wrestling. Fabio is willing to risk it all to get back in that ring for the one thing. It's the love of pro wrestling. And you got to commend that. So you have to understand that this means the world to him and this match coming back in his hometown to team with Kono. It's a huge, huge deal. So on both sides, these guys are all taking it very, very seriously. And again, all these matches, the results are what you want and you want to win here. So uh, you got to find a way to do it. No, definitely so, and I give I give them that, and I definitely respect Fabio stepping in there, and I can't wait to see what happens tomorrow night, but we could end it there. That could be a perfect end to the night. That's a great stacked card, but we still have one more matchup we have to touch on, and that is the main event. It is going to be for that remarkable heavyweight championship. It will be Gabriel Sky defending against a Lucha Libre legend, it is the juice, Juventud Guerrera going head-to-head -head here with Gabriel Sky. And 
the minute I saw that Hooventude was announced for this show, it, it was just insane to me. No, knowing, hey, there, I might be calling the action on this show. To yeah. bring up the call the action of a Hooventude Ganetta match. And then not only is it just any matchup here, it is a championship match. That again for Gabriel Sky, I heard I've, I've seen what he's posted. For him, this is definitely a dream match of year. And just knowing the styles of both of these men, tomorrow this is going to be magic, truly in that ring. So yeah, you, you mentioned dream match for everyone involved, fans and Gabriel Sky alike to watch this, and it's going to be magical, as you mentioned. Those are the words I had in my mind popping around. Gabriel Sky is heavily influenced by Juventud Guerrero. You can watch it. I, I edited a video. Uh, a couple months ago, or maybe about a month ago, where I you know put "How soon is now" by the Smiths on there, and I had just video clips of both of them, and just how similar some of the moves set are, and you could see how influenced Gabriel Sky is. You know, seeing them lock up is going to be huge. We think about Hooventude's credentials and go down the list speaks for himself. Former WCW Tag Team Champion with Rey Mysterio, w WCW and WWE Cruiserweight Champion, but he's also been pretty active here in 2022. You know, he's been he laid dormant for a little bit. Uh, but he seems like he's back in the ring a little bit in really, really good shape, looking to collect more gold. He wants to add more to his historical legacy. And I think at this point, you know, Hooventu is a huge threat to take that championship. So I'm really, really looking forward to see the test that gets put up. And we'll talk about Gabriel's guy and what he's done in this run as champion. He's he's put that championship on the map, defending it not in just remarkable wrestling, but across promotions in different states and taking that title on the remarkable banner and, and, and flying it proudly. So this is another huge test for Gabriel sky. And you know, it's at this point, it's one of those matches that you have to sit back and watch and enjoy. It's the magic of pro wrestling. No, definitely is. And I can't wait to see, because again, you look at, especially me, I've gone to <clears throat> see Gabriel sky almost from just that start seeing from his training to now and see just that growth of not only a competitor, but as a person to see all this collide tomorrow night, seeing this in an opportunity so grand again, to prove why he is the remarkable champion. It's truly going to be a sight to see. And I can't wait. So this will mark Gabe's 237th day as, as remarkable champion. So just to put some of the names and I know a lot of you guys are familiar with the names that he's wrestled, but I think it's, it's very important for us to put it out there in the universe. Tristan Ty, cream of the crop is who he beat to take the title. You could name names like Stephen Wolf. We wrestled at, he wrestled at wrestle rave presents the death triad, Robert Martyr at IFC's hell let loose. Davy Richards at danger zone, Akira at space is the place. Jordan Oliver at don't bet against me. And of course we had, we alluded to that great match with Desmond called on Halloween haunted havoc. All these guys that are coming and gunning for, Gabriel Sky just has made him stronger. And, you know, now you have another huge, huge threat to that championship. Juventud Guerrero, it's like, you know, I know he grew up a fan, but at that point you got to put it aside and be like, I'm face to face with this guy and he's a threat to take what is the most important thing to me. It's the remarkable heavyweight championship. No, definitely so. And again, you look at that list of names. I can imagine, especially when he went in there with Davey Richards, that is, that's a name right there that, hey, I can imagine as well. He grew up a fan of that. But, there's a time to now show I want to prove I'm not only a fan of your work, a student of your work, but we're now equals in that ring. And I can imagine that's what Gabe's looking to prove tomorrow to Juventus Guerrero, that he can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with a legend like that. And I can't wait to see what happens when that last ring bell 
is uh, is done. Who will be walking out champion? Yeah, and you look back, and the thing that you have to consider is that Hoobie's been active in the U.S. since June. I mean, he was back in Philly at the Expo Lucha at the old ECW yep. arena, XPW, SPW in August, which is in California. He was also wrestling in Texas in October uh, in that triple threat with uh, Brian Cage and Berlante RB. And then he was back in California earlier this month. So he was wrestling, I think it was December 10th against Willie Mack at XPW. So he's oh, been okay. really, really mm -hmm. active. So he's he's tuning up and getting ready for this challenge with Gabriel Sky. He's not coming in with ring rust. And I, you know, he's the youngest 48-year-old that I've ever seen in my life. He's going out there. He looks the same exact Hoovington Guerrero that we've been used to watching growing up. So it's going to be magic, man, in Queens. If you guys are in the area and you're not at the show, what are you doing? Get a ticket. Go to the link tree right now in my bio or Acefield Retro. Go to Remarkable Wrestling. Buy a ticket. Buy a ticket now. Don't wait. Don't wait. You want to make sure you get in the door and check this show out because it's going to be a great night of pro wrestling. Definitely so. Again, guys, the link's also going to be in the description down below. Get your tickets. Because, again, it's if we haven't sold you enough on this card, I don't know what will. Because, again, you have a stacked card top to bottom. But also, hey, Santa Claus is going to be there. If Santa's coming down to Queens, why aren't you coming to see a great night of action? And, again, that main event alone is truly going to be the talk of the weekend. So you're going to want to be here. See Juventud Guerrero in action. Think about it. The year, the, the last two years alone for Juventud would have been insane because we got to see him truly showcasing that he can still go at that elite level. He was one, one wrestling Chris Jericho not too long ago. Right. So, again, it's it's showing Juventud Guerrero is at almost, if not even better, the rate he was back in the day. I can't wait to see what he brings tomorrow to Remarkable against Gabriel Sky for that Remarkable Heavyweight Championship. He also has the benefit of what he's learned over time too. So that's the other thing. He's he's wiser over time and he has the skill set and the ability to, you know, maybe be one step ahead of Gabriel Sky. And I think Gabriel has to keep that in consideration here in this match that everything that he knew from Hoovintu Guerrero studying tape, Hoovy may be coming with something different. So it should be interesting to see the strategy from the first bell and to see if where they go. Is it going to be a ground-based match in the beginning or are they going to go straight to the high flying moves? You know, maybe Gabe's going to go for some of those suplexes and try to ground Hoovy. It's going to be very interesting to see what the strategy is, and it's going to be important to establish it and maybe keep Hoovy on on the mat to make sure he's not getting ahead of you and trying to catch you off guard. So it's it's definitely going to be a test for both these guys. Definitely. Again, that experience factor is going to play a factor in there. But also, I can imagine Hoovy's doing his research. He knows, again, he has to do his study. He's a student of the game as well, even with his tenure in the business. He's studying. I can imagine he's watching possibly these previous remarkable title matches to make sure he's ready going in there that there's no surprises. Because even though Gabe is still young in the game, he has some tricks of his own, especially with who has, has trained him in this business. Even the past couple of months for Gabriel Sky, too. You can even talk about the last couple of weekends that he's been out there. You can even go back to New Fear City last weekend with uh, against Ali Catch and just, man. So, you know, the tests that just keep rolling his way, he's able to shrug them off and give his best effort. So as we talk about Hoobie toning up and keeping fresh and getting ready for this big match, Gabriel Sky has been doing the same thing. So they're both coming in at hundred percent and making sure that they're going to give the audience in Whitestone. They're the best show that you can possibly get. So again, if you're not, if you don't have a ticket, what are you doing? Get buy a ticket now and don't wait to get to the door. You don't want to risk it. Buy it in advance. Definitely. So again, these are the type of shows that, People might get turned away because it might be that much of a sellout. Again, get your tickets, especially that is going to be the last chance to get some wrestling like this in Queens 
for 2022. Again, next year, it's going to be back at the NYWC Arena there. So definitely get your tickets now for this event. Be there. Come watch a great show. And start your weekend off. Again, it's a Friday night. Why not get some great wrestling in there? But, Steve, before I let you go, brother, I want to make sure I know you're a busy guy. And also, it is pretty late. We got to get ready for this show tomorrow. I have to ask you the last question I ask everyone that comes on, and that is for Stephen Acefield himself and Acefield Retro, what is the end goal? The end goal is to enjoy pro wrestling on its finest, and wherever the journey takes you, the journey takes you. It's There's no end goal in sight. I just love putting out content on a sometimes daily basis with Turnbuckle Tavern, and you know it's it's grown exponentially in the in the past year. I've been involved in that project, and we have such a great eclectic amount of minds in there from all over the the world. Really, we got Nick Storm was from Australia. We got guys in Chicago. You know, the two bad Chads are from West Virginia. We got Hawk, who's from Indiana. You know, there's guys all over the place. So, and it's such a a different perspective for wrestling. So. I guess the goal for Eastfield Retro is just to enjoy wrestling and and continue the fandom and and find the bright side and perspective of what wrestling brings everybody and, and stop the negativity. You know, bring the positivity of pro wrestling and just enjoy it. We saw that shirt a couple months ago with that the fan in the front row. I think it was an AEW show. It says just enjoy wrestling. Really, that's words to live by. Just enjoy the wrestling. Hey, there you go. That's a statement I can definitely agree with. And again, bringing that positivity is definitely something I can salute as well. So thank you again for doing that as well. And thank you for the content you put out. Again, it's great to see fellow content creators that are willing to shed that positive light and add that to the community. Because again, we're, we can be real with it that there is a lot of great content out there, but there is a lot of, of that negativity that maybe isn't needed in this business as well. Because again, enjoy wrestling. Enjoy what we loved, especially as kids till now. Why do we have to spew just that negativity out there? Yeah, so make sure you guys check out Turnbuckle Tavern, uh, especially Shot Nostalgia. We're doing ECW 1995 right now, the event that's coming up tomorrow. Uh, watch it on demand because I want you to be in person for how soon is now. We just finished recording it. It's Enter Sandman, main evented uh, by a double dog collar match, actually. Again, public public enemy taking on the pit bull. So serendipity, the only other tag team double dog collar match ever in history, aside from FGR Briscoe's, happened in the match of recovering just happened that way. We didn't plan it that way. It just happened, which was a beautiful thing. <laughs> hey, that's uh, perfect right there. <laughs> so we're finishing up uh, ECW 1995 and a few episodes. Right now we're like in June. We finished, you can go back and watch in the catalog, WCW 1996. We covered that in full every Nitro. All the newsletter, we talked through uh, everything that happened on pay-per-view. So check that out as well. We also do the AEW wrap-up show on a nightly, uh, on a weekly basis, covering everything happening on AEW in a reactionary form. You also have Honor Society, as you referenced before, when Ring of Honor has a weekly TV deal. We're going to be covering that directly following the Ring of Honor TV show. So I'll be on that uh, with Colton, uh, who's new to the tavern as well. So it's going to be awesome to uh, see his perspective on ROH. Uh, but like I said, just go to TurnbuckleTavern.com and check out all the stuff we have there. And also follow me at Aceville Retro. Uh, that's where most of my content lives. Uh, always posting news and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and also go back and check out... Um, the visits to tavern. I think you guys like Desmond Cole, the slime balls from MYWC were on there as recent, uh, which was a great interview. Joey Conway from MYWC, the current fusion champion. So uh, he was a great conversation to have up and comer that everybody should be watching in 2023 as are all of them. Jack Tomlinson was on there. Phil Cardigan. Uh, I'm trying to think of other guys that have been interviewed, but you know, I love bringing the attention to a lot of the talent on the independents that don't have the spotlight. 
usually in telling their stories because when you listen to the stories and the passion of pro wrestling, it just inspires you to uh, just have further conversations and, and maybe dive deeper into different promotions that you weren't really planning to, you know, IWTV gives you that platform, but you can also, you know, find different wrestling that lives around you, you know, support your local Indies. If you're not in the Northeast and you, you can't come to remarkable wrestling, find your local Indie and check them out. Cause that's where good wrestling and the passion of wrestling lives. And that's where the future of wrestling comes from. And people need to understand that. Definitely. So and I can agree with all that guys again, go check them out, go check out Ace Field retro and turbuckle tavern. All the links will be in the description down below. But again, go follow them on social media as well. Go follow Ace Field Retro right there. And again, go follow Remarkable Wrestling as well on their social medias. As again, going into 2023, you're going to want to stay up to date with all things Remarkable, especially as we get closer to their next event. That, if you haven't heard already, will be this. Sky's, sky is the limit. So you're going to want to be there for that next event as well. But before we get to that, before we get to January, be there tomorrow. How soon is now? You'll see both of us there and an amazing night of action. Thank you so much, Stephen, for joining me here. It's been a pleasure, and I hope you enjoyed as well. Yeah, I had a great time. It was great digitally meeting you here, and I know we we inter I think we saw each other at VPW in passing. Uh, we were both we were both busy guys doing some stuff, but I uh, can't wait to see you tomorrow for a big day of wrestling, and uh, we both get to be a part of the show, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely. I'll be a lot nicer tomorrow. Unfortunately, at VPW – I'm the intern with Kane Industries, so I'm not as as nice on those days. So sorry about <laughs> I, that. <laughs> I know I hear you. You know what? I was representing the tavern. I was giving out stickers, giving out keychains. So it was all business anyway. So I understand, right? It's all good. Uh, definitely. But everyone watching, thank you so much for joining us again. We'll see you tomorrow at Remarkable Wrestling. But as always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, respect the craft, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>